Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a treat this week to have Meg Holbrook with me, Senior Vice President in the Office of the President of Zions Bank. Francine Gianni is here, former Executive Director of the Department of Commerce. And Robin Scribner is my guest, co-founder and Director of Outreach for Tech Moms. I was a little surprised this week, and maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe I, I haven't been paying good enough attention. When the governor said he'd like to have the conversation about getting rid of income tax entirely in the state of Utah. And I realize this is something that a number of other states have already gotten rid of their income tax. And I know they were thinking about more reduction in the income tax, but I don't know, Francine, that's hard for me to wrap my head around. You know, can you think about the economy in the state of Utah being based solely on sales and property tax and no income tax? I don't know where they get the money to fill in the budget, you know, where they're, you know, they're getting that income tax money from. And so, so that's a bit of a concern. Frankly, I would like to see sales tax on food uh, because I think that that would help more people, uh, those that are, uh, you know, struggling more and in the poverty range. I think that would be a better way to look at it. But, you know, I, the conversation is good to have. I don't know if the legislature will go along with him because getting rid of it entirely uh, would be quite a feat because that would leave a large gap in our budget. So that would have to be filled in from somewhere. Yeah. And I know that, you know, people are already feel the effects of prices going up. If we added additional sales tax, especially on food, as you mentioned, even if we didn't have to pay the income tax, you know, if we're coming out of the grocery store and now instead of $200, it's $400, or I, that's right. excessive, I understand. But that would be hard. It would mm -hmm. be. But I, I was reared in a state without income tax, Tennessee. And the way they do it is they do a bigger sales tax, which uh, Francine alluded to about the tax on food, which tends to be regressive. It hits everybody across the board. Uh, Utah would probably have to do a constitutional change because of the way education and other things are funding. But they're, they're, all this stuff is up in the air because they are talking about it. Yeah, and, I, and it makes me nervous to do away with that uh, constitutional support for education funding, Meg, because education is, is every year it's a challenge. And right. I substitute, you know, in, in the Salt Lake and Jordan school districts, and I see the need that is still there. Well, mm -hmm. stay tuned. It'll be interesting to see. What do you think about this, Robin? <laughs> so I am no tax expert by any stretch, and so I like to keep an open mind on things that I that I don't understand fully, and I love to, to learn from our other guests here as well. But, but I tend to agree that I feel like, um, despite what the governor said, that uh, taxing our income is taxing productivity and taxing innovation and, and things like that. I do worry that um, increasing the sales tax is more regressive. It hurts the people who can least afford it. And I, I really, I look at our budget and I just don't understand where things would come from. And so mm -hmm. I did appreciate some of the legislators talking about the fact that this can't be an all or nothing, that it needs to definitely be an incremental step and move. And we all want to have a thriving economy. We all want everybody to do well, but especially right now with so many of the families, so many of the people that I work with at Tech Moms are lower income families, are women who are just trying to keep their families fed, try to keep them in their homes, adding additional burden of sales tax to any of those people. I can't imagine how difficult that might be. So I would say I'm not in favor with a little, but I know and understand. Yeah. You know, on, on the broader economic issue, th this week we saw you know, the inflation went up a little bit, but we also had a report this week that showed that um, 
we have more purchasing power than we did a few years ago because even though the price is higher for so many things, now our wages have gone up more. And so pr proportionally, we have more purchasing power. And when I did that report on the air, some listeners would text in and say, sure doesn't feel like it. Right. And that, Francine, is such an interesting thing to me. When our lived experience doesn't match up with the data, how do, how do you wrap your brain around that? Oh, I mean, I, I think I see that all the time. When I look at a poll or this or that, and I think, really? Because that's not what I'm experiencing right now. And, you know, inflation has gone up. Now, it's my understanding, based on reports, that it has kind of gone down a bit. But, you know, I mean, I'm my husband is still working. I'm on a pension. I'm, I'm just not seeing that. I find when I go into the store and buy groceries for the week that I'm still spending more money. And I feel like my bags are a lot smaller than they yeah. used to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, food is my biggest expense, period, the end. Yes. Yeah, that's an interesting dichotomy. Because if if you look at everything across the board, I don't care what poll you look at, what economists, things are better, much, much better. But the general public does not feel that way. And I think what's going on are, are, are two things. One, I think we have COVID hangover. And then two, there are certain news agencies that hammer things are terrible, things are terrible. But if you look at investments, if you look at the job, growth, especially, you know, God bless Utah, they're, they're terrific on all of that. But if you ask someone on the street, I call it my Smith's baggage check poll, do you think things are better? They'll say no. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like a cultural depression. Like it, exactly. Maybe it is what you say, a COVID hangover. What, what, what about you, Robin? How do you see this? Well, I agree with it, with the things that both of you are saying. It really is hard. And and again, for, for some of these lower income families who don't have investments, right? And and so we can see across the board, but for some of these individual families, if their purchasing power is higher, when you are feeling the stress, and, and especially with housing, like our, our incomes have definitely not caught up with housing here in the state mm -hmm. of Utah, even if they've caught up with some of the other things. So I think there are definitely lots of ways to look at this. And yes, our experiences are definitely down. Our feelings and sentiments are negative right now, for sure. Maybe that's a, a, my goal for 2024 is to help lift the sentiments <laughs> to match the data. Ladies, the, the time is gone. Thank you so much for your friendship and for your time. Please come back and do this again with me. Andy, can I say one thing? Sure. Please? Okay. The Salt Lake City Airport is going to have a state dinosaur. Uh, the Utah Museum of Natural History is going to put the Allosaurus, which is a state dinosaur, in the new wing. And I think that will be so wonderful. And it'll be on the new B concourse. And that is so cool. I, I, I just that. think that that's exciting. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. All right, ladies, you take care of yourselves. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I'll see you next week right here on A Woman's View. If you enjoy Amanda Dixon, join us back here each weekday for news and stories important to our community. Amanda hosts Utah's Morning News from 5 to 9 on KSL News Radio.